Hello, and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, the DNR Fancast. I am the DM Ken, and joining me is Ian. Uh, I'm Ian. I play. Le- I wasn't expecting to go first. Um, <laughs> you said you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, I'm Ian. I play Liam Malseer, the half elf part. And now you can mute. You're good. And Rob. Yep. Hey, I'm Rob. I play Hamish Thorleifson, the dwarf sorcerer. And CJ. Hey, I'm CJ. And I have no idea what's going on anymore. Did you ever? No. <laughs> also, I play Jacoba, the drow bard. Uh, yeah, that's. I suppose that's why we're doing this. And last but not least, but Amy. Hey, I'm Amy, and I play V, the half orc fighter. It took you a second. It hasn't been that long. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's just all me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I threw myself off because I said hey instead of hello. <laughs> oh, that's true. You usually say hello. Uh, uh, I, I got thrown off because I'm normally like one of the first two, and I was like, oh no, I'm going last. I never go last, and then I got distracted. I try to max it up. I want to throw everyone off, off guard. Got to keep you on your toes. Oh, good. Well, congratulations. Mission accomplished. Well, that, that's my secret, Ken. I'm always thrown off. I, I've noticed. I'll throw in some air horns there. <laughs> Okay. Why, do, why bother? I do perfect air horn imitation sounds. Yeah, so uh, uh, our listener is going to be like, wow, did, did why did it, wow, it's impressive that Ken would like add those in. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so the actual recap, even though I listened today, the actual recap would be fairly short because uh, broadly speaking, not a lot of specific things happened. But uh, it was still interesting. So I don't know if that's a fair assessment is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Things, well, things tried to get done. Tried, yeah. <laughs> Although, in, in detail, at the beginning, there was breakfast and coffee. And we did establish a piece of canon in that Liam isn't a super big snob about good coffee. He just needs caffeine. And it's not... In the morning. In the morning, yes. And it's not yeah. coffee. It's cave root or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know it's like we just call it coffee. Yeah, it's basically coffee, and Jasper was very clever by calling it like fantasy coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drinks here is roasted cave root. Yeah, so it's basically coffee, which is great. <clears throat> Cafefe. <laughs> I was thinking it and didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Good old coffee. So. Yeah, Breakfast actually took a fair amount of time in the episode. <laughs> we mm. had to establish that Joyce is a, you know, powerful black coffee drinker, and Liam also in the morning is a powerful black coffee drinker, mostly for utility reasons rather than enjoyment. And, yes. <laughs> and that got done. And on the way in, in the morning, V was handed by Joyce, uh, it was like three new jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which was from Edgar saying, hey, there's a settlement that we've heard about and uh, we need you to go over there to see if you can establish trade. And I'm asking you because if you die, I don't care. But if you succeed, then you get one of those statues in like a healthy something like 500 gold. I don't remember the exact amount. It's uh, like it's a win-win on his part. And uh, Yes, it was 500 gold. 
Yes, that's right. And then you also got a job from the Rat King himself saying he's captured someone rather annoying. Please come get them. And you, I think everyone assumed it was Jimmy, but then Jimmy yeah, was yeah, one hundred percent. So this is I think someone Jimmy else. Was just hanging out in town, and it's like, wait, <laughs> you fuck. blindsided me by not like by not having Jimmy be the one captured. <laughs> I have, n- I know of no other annoying people in town. <laughs> <laughs> well, none that you've met anyway. There's, there's... maybe it's Tuesday. That would be. Oh tomorrow. no. <laughs> Don't say that. Why not? Don't you want that? Because, well, I mean, you wouldn't get paid for the job, I suppose, because you'd just be like, yeah, sure, we'll kill her. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but we still got to go over there and see who it is. And then her shrill voice is going to be coming from all the way from town. Yeah, you get like... she's being held. That the moment you, like, get a, get far enough away from town to stop hearing all the foot traffic, you just hear echoes in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> we just turn around, walk back to town, <clears throat> no. Just deep sigh, walk back to town. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Rat King was offering, like, a hundred gold to take them home. Hmm. And then the third job was from Tuesday, that's right, saying that there are reports of a drow slinking. And everyone assumed that it was either Jacova or Mr. Honorable, and everyone was tempted just to arrest Jacova because knowing Tuesday, it probably doesn't actually matter if you arrest the correct drow, just that you arrest a drow because it's Tuesday. Because mm. episode one involved a tiefling that was arrested. Arresting, arresting a tiefling. Yeah. For being right. Yeah, for being a tiefling in public. How dare he? And, and no, like, it, like while he wasn't, like, the cleanest individual, Umbrin determined that, like, this was all big a big misunderstanding. He didn't actually commit any crimes, so he let him go. And, but you still got paid for the job. Because it's Tuesday. That's right. <laughs> so... After getting the jobs and after eating breakfast, everyone went, was going to head out of town and in the plaza came across Mr. Honorable, Susie, and Jimmy hanging out in the plaza. And of course, everyone was like, okay, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and Jacova was a was the one who was taking the initiative and was about to pretty much do that, say, what the fuck is this? And everyone got distracted by the fact that V brought Choppy along with her, just hanging out, balanced on her shoulder, and there was a whole tangent. Jacoba was all prepared to, like, be passionate and yell at everyone. <laughs> and everyone was like, hold on, why did you bring Choppy? And Amy, I think, said my favorite line in the episode, said, what's dangerous about this? Said, pointing to her sharp <laughs> battle axe. Yeah. It's a hand axe. Thank you very much. For battle. <laughs> it is still fully sharpened and ready to use. It's a weapon. Yeah. What's dangerous about this? <laughs> yeah, but what's, how is it more dangerous to have the weapon balanced on my shoulder than strapped to my hip? Like Here we go again. <laughs> Not even done with no, the recap. Please. Explain to me. <laughs> All of that was in character. And before you could even, like, address, like, why in the fuck are they all hanging out together, you... Oh, that's right, you were going to the Temple of Cord to complete your community service of cleaning up the the graveyard. And it turned out another piece of community service was to re- put the new piece of stone over the opening to the little sarcophagus mausoleum space. But... Before you could even get there, Jimmy was like, oh yeah, I have brought these two along to do a job because through some research, he learned that there were catacombs under the old Temple of Cord. And 
people probably don't even know about them, and they were probably long since sealed up, but he wanted to investigate, because it's probably connected to the circles. There's probably something spooky down there. Uh, mm. To be honest, he didn't have any evidence of spooky things. He just assumed that part. But because he found evidence of something, you know, mundanely spooky, like ancient catacombs under the temple, like, obviously, they're supernaturally spooky things down there, too. So he just took that leap. But it turned out there was an army of zombies down there. Because you guys, when you arrived, decided to go down into the catacombs and had a very interesting encounter with a zombie dwarf who... I know, out of character, some people have take uh, drawn some conclusions, but I don't think in character anyone has drawn any conclusions. Although, I mean, uh, I know you rolled for V to see if she could make the connection, and you're like, nope. Why is she so stupid? <laughs> I, think we all rolled. I think we all rolled to see if we could draw conclusions. Uh, but we all suck. <laughs> it was all bad. <clears throat> so, Liam was very clever, and pretended to be a courier and rolled a really good sleight of hand to like hold on i'm like rummaging through my bag but hastily drew out like a note saying hey there's an army of kobolds to the southeast that are gathering up and gonna be an army and the zombie was convinced there's a war going on of course there is but not the one they think is going on and he he took the report and believed it and his response was like okay kobolds don't organize that's very weird but now we're going to be fighting a war on two fronts. That's kind of ridiculous. And Hamish very helpfully said, Nuh-uh, it'll just be one front. <laughs> so that was fun. And the session more or less ended right around there. You guys went back upstairs and Mr. Honorable said, Well, basically nothing's happening, so we're going to go. And Susie and Jimmy wandered off together, and there was a moment where V rolled a crit on her perception to watch Susie go, because she likes to see watch Susie go. But Susie, <laughs> like, tussled Jimmy's hair, and <laughs> V was all ready to, like, cut a head off. But with, He doesn't need hair. <laughs> but with, with a crit, she correctly identified that this was more of a, oh, you're so adorable, like a puppy kind of thing, rather than a like actual attraction of any kind she's just a very affectionate and kind person um oh right the session started off with a very interesting point which is probably going to be the beginning of this session too where cheddar v woke up with cheddar on her chest and he turns out can cast magic and he used the message spell to speak to not only her her but was able to convey messages to choppy who he confirmed uh was scared and confused and had nothing but touch with which to perceive the world. So, Cheddar's recommendation was, if you can give it more intelligence in the intelligence circle, then it'll probably give him the faculties to process and accept his situation. Because, mm-hmm. as it is, he has the intelligent near-animal intelligence, maybe, like, young toddler intelligence. Not a lot of brain power yeah yeah not not a lot of brain power to be able to process this very confusing and frankly concerning existence that he's found himself in and cheddar said well because he's nocturnal it was morning he was very tired a uh they would reconvene in the evening and Mm -hmm. so it's because liam 
spoke to the Temple of Kord and said, hey, it'd be a good idea if we could set these army of zombies against the army of Cobalt. He rolled really well on his persuasion check, and they said, yeah, that's a great idea. We'll have uh, the paladins institute like a one-time curfew and make sure that there's like a really clean path that, so that no one gets hurt for the uh, undead to leave town and march towards the kobolds. But it sounded like that was going to happen tonight, and V was like, oh, tonight doesn't work for me. <laughs> it doesn't. She's kind of got plans. <laughs> Hamish, too. Hamish said he'd help out. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all in on choppy. Okay, good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hamish and V, best team ever, with, with Jeremy. With Jeremy. Jeremy's, of course, with Hamish. So, um, I'm not entirely sure what the plan is. I jokingly said last session that the plan was to split the party and we're going to cut from dramatic war to V rolling to see how well Choppy handles himself. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not sure if we're going to do that. If we're going to like delay war plans a day or if we're going to delay Choppy a day or what, what the deal is. Uh, I, I, Leo would be inclined to delay Choppy for a day, but I get the feeling that he's not going to get much say in this. I mean, look, Amy understands the importance of stopping a war or, like, help whatever, but you know, Choppy, I gotta do with Choppy what I gotta do, you know? It's it's what's best for my son. I believe it was a three-way split, because Liam's going off to war. Uh, v, V's menagerie <laughs> is, is doing whatever, and then Jacoba's meeting with uh, whoever's doing the sneaky sneaks at night in the catacombs, right? Did we establish uh, that? I, I oh, missed the last 20 minutes, so I'm going to have to defer I, I don't to think we else. established that anyone was going to be going <laughs> underground, specifically. Well, I thought it was a situation where um, after the army was let out, we were going to go... I was assuming as a group, we were going to go back and um, uh, scope out the place. I imagine that's going to happen at some point, yes. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think there was a plan for any specific plans for that. That was like, yeah, we'll probably have to get around to that. Oh, right, that's, I do remember. Uh, There was a discussion about alternate exits, and there were very briefly, we had discussed. Well, we'd have to explore the whole place from the inside in order to find any alternate way out. But it's kind of mm-hmm. infested with zombies, and I think you had said, "Well, when the zombies are gone, we can come back and look at it." Yeah, and I think that was because um, um, I accidentally left the table. Oops. Uh, what, um, Mr. Honorable was like, "Oh, I was <laughs> expecting us to come down here and look for shit," and. I think Liam was like, I mean, we can, but there's an army. Yes. So I think that might have been in, like, in my head. Like, okay, uh, next session I'll bring up, like, oh, Jacoba's going to sneak away again. <laughs> I mean, Jacoba totally can. And yeah. he does, like, frequently. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I specifically had a plan for today, mm. but I don't know how plans go with us, yeah. so... <laughs> well, I was forming the plan when we were first underground with like everyone else, and I'm like, okay, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. That everyone's like, okay, we can come back later. I'm like, wait, no, fuck, no, God, no. Hmm. 
I just realized that's... I forgot to set up a couple little things, but that's fine. Yeah, okay. We'll allow it this time. <laughs> so, we still need to figure out what the specific plan is. So, it sounds to me like Ian's in favor of, like, let's head straight to war. Let's just do that. Uh, yes, but uh, that is also kind of, uh, Liam's like, oh, hey, uh, I feel like this is the most important thing, because, you know, <clears throat> if we don't, we could all be dead. Yes, although you don't have any specific indication on what your actual deadlines are, because the the undead underground were organized, hmm. so the, all you got from the dwarf was soon. You don't know exactly when he was planning on moving out, and similar yeah. goes for the Rat King. Like you, you deduce that he's planning on invading, but well, not not deduce. You were told straight up by Lindquist. <laughs> <laughs> and Lester, actually, you were told by Lester that he that the invasion was happening, but he also didn't give you a deadline on that. And in fact, yeah. the Rat King gave you a job saying, "Hey, we've got like a prisoner. We don't want them." <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Although the the prisoner job specifically said, "Like this this person's annoying. Please come get them." <laughs> <laughs> We don't want this. I'm really curious who it is. Um, it is Excalibur from Soul Eater. Uh, similar levels of annoying, I would say, depending on your opinion. Oh no! He <laughs> could stay there. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone would like to know <laughs> who yeah. this person I mean, is. We can. We we can go to the Rat King. I have no objection to that. Choppy, though. <laughs> well, I mean, trying to establish a trade route between uh, Lindquist Textiles or Lindquist Mercantile and uh, the Rat King, as well as capture or returning a prisoner, like those are pretty like not dangerous. Assuming you know people don't just do don't aggravate the Rat King, which we can never mm. assume. Yes. And also hard to establish a trade route when we've also sent a zombie army against them. <laughs> True. But, but do so... you tell him that part? Huh? No. No, you don't walk in and be like, hey, cool, thanks, BT dubs. <laughs> We're invading tomorrow, <laughs> see you then. After you, yeah, no. Save the date. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> thanks for the money, bruh. <laughs> but... We outie. But Edgar was also offering one of those super nice statues. True. <laughs> Trust me, I did not forget that fact at all. <laughs> so, so, someone might be a little torn about what they want. This mm. is what I'm hearing. Mm. You know what this calls for. <laughs> a good old coin flip. Yeah, yeah one of no, these look, statues. Amy wants to know... Oh, God. Look at that thing. Look how pretty that oh, is. No. Can you imagine that fighting for us? That's, or that's just like being my pet? That would be amazing. It wouldn't be that's that big. That's a mega steelix. It would be it would be that big. It probably It would be that big, Ken. More realistically, I think it'd just be one full square. Yeah. 
I mean, to be I fair, so we've already established it's really hard to lug around, so getting it to the different circles would be a challenge. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing, right? Like, even though I say one square, keep in mind that is a five-foot square. It would occupy all of that space, unlike an actual person. So, mm-hmm. And it's made of stone. Rather heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think... I think, like, a conservative estimate is that it would weigh about one ton. Like, which is a lot. Uh, yes. Because, like, I just googled how much, like, a five-foot cube of granite would be, and then, like, reduced it by a bit because it's carved. Yeah. I think that sounds about right for what we established. So, like, very heavy. Like, you'd need special equipment and a team, especially, like, without, like power tools or anything. <laughs> you would need beasts of burden and... And I mean, like, does V even really want it since it's not, like, genuine Athean marble? Like... Okay, true. You, were, you were talking out your ass about that. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean she doesn't believe it! Hey! <laughs> yeah, because both Jeremy and uh, that butler guy, Archibald, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. Archie. Yeah. yeah, both Jeremy and Archibald just bought all the way in. Like, Jeremy was getting into character, and Archibald was not about to be outsnobbed by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that, you can always count on snobby people to act like they know exactly what you're talking about. Although, to be fair, he didn't say he knew a lot about that. He said he had contacts in the industry. So, like, it's not that he knew a lot about marble carvings and the quality of various marbles from different continents, but he knew people who did. And he was racist enough that he had to know more than me! Well, yes, there was a bit of that. He was just arrogant enough that he had to know more than you. Yes. Although the racism part was definitely a whole thing. (laughs) So insistent upon it, if I had been say, humid, we'll never know. I have my theory. Well, the in my mind, the only thing that would have really changed in that exchange if you were human is when you got assertive, he wouldn't have called it a threat. <laughs> I think that's, like, the real line. Because a lot of that was, I think Ian's right, a lot of it was snobbery. Like, he has to be better than everyone. He's not going to be out-snobbed. He's, you know, the head butler for the Edgar Lindquist. Like, excuse you, who do you think you are just walking in here? <laughs> I think I'm the girl who knows more about marble than you do, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was. I'm the brains of this whole operation. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we did establish oh, yeah, last session gross. that V and Hamish are the planners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. As, as well as Jeremy. Jeremy specifically asked. He raised his hand yeah. politely and he said, Am I one of the planners? And he was like, uh huh, sure are, buddy. And he's like, yes. I'll give you Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you're just jealous because you're not one of the planners. It's okay, Jacoba. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to take flack from the guy who followed a floating light into a crypt full of zombies, okay? Hey, hey, no one told you about that, okay? <laughs> Amy knows all about it. <laughs> True. Yeah, but me doesn't. Okay, yeah, but no I said, oh, I'm here. not going to take flack. Me. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are, are we... He's just not going to take a shit because she just doesn't take shit from anybody. So are that we... That is also true. Uh, so going back to the plan for the day, are we splitting the party? <laughs> <laughs> what plan? 
you have to talk to me and Rob. Okay. So okay. Here's <laughs> but both of you are going to be on the team that's dealing with Chappies. So yes. are, are we going to split the party and have part of the party like marching Probably. out to go ne- briefly negotiate with the Rat King and then come back? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, right. if we're gonna be going to war, then I suppose that that takes a little present. We can put aside the developing choppy thing for an evening. It's also a bit of a haul to the camp. Or we can just go an all-nighter with choppy after we've, like, you know, solved the <laughs> diplomatic problem. Because that shouldn't take too I expect I expect this from the other two, but not from you. Okay, you just said out loud, this shouldn't take too long. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking we go out there with the undead army, we negotiate a truce with the kobolds, we come back, we deal with Choppy, and we're in bed by three. Okay, yeah, okay, fine. Sounds like a plan, I guess. Okay, let me... Zoom out mutter, to mutter. the world. Mutter, map. mutter, grumble, grumble. Grumble, grumble. All right. We're, so we're on Alara. And it's like a. Remember correctly, it's something like a day's march to the settlement. So this isn't exactly. And it's already evening. You know, you haven't gotten down for the night. So this is not something you can do, like, in an afternoon. And if you want to delay the actual war part and want to, like, parlay first, then you'll have to inform the Temple of Cord. They're like, hey. Let's leave the zombies down there for a day, and let's do the marching thing, like, say, in a couple days. Mm. Uh, probably, like, when it comes to armies, it, like, the difference of uh, a day or two usually doesn't matter that much just because it takes so long to to organize and move armies yeah in fact Hamish has a whole book about exactly that yep ah on military logistics oh that's right (laughs) which was both proof positive that they were planning on moving a bunch of supplies to open a restaurant or like go to war Uh, or both or both (laughs) conquer Mm. For the purpose of opening a restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this this conclusion. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's fine. It's legit. Um, and, like, if it's going to take a couple of days anyways, maybe do, like, negotiation, choppy, that'll make you guys happy. Um, uh, or do, like, Rat King choppy negotiation army. That sounds like a plan to me. Okay, so I'm still not sure if we're splitting the party or not, or if Choppy's, like, on a way back, or after you get back thing. Yeah, I think Choppy's, Choppy's after we get back this evening. In yeah. Hamish. Yeah. In Hamish's so mind, go, what's happening tonight? We go, we go take care of the super annoying prisoner, um, and then take care of Choppy, negotiate with the, um, the people doing his stuff, the guards and the temple um, and then uh, uh, and then go send our army out alright that sounds like a plan to me so I do have a suggestion if you do want to make this a fairly quick endeavor you could rent some horses no <laughs> no 
Because instead what? of taking a day there, it would take a handful of hours there. Wait, is it a day there and a day back? Yes. It's like the High Mantle Forest. It's about the same distance, except southeast oh. instead of northwest. Putting off choppy... And Cheddar will be worried when we don't show up. Well, if it's going to take that long, then we could... Do we have to be at... Well, I suppose we have to be at the Magic Circle for choppy, don't we? Probably. Well, at least one of us does, yeah. Ideally. Although... Uh... It, there's nothing really stopping you from, like... Well, never mind. I was going to say, you could just, like, set up, a, like, a baby cage, but... That would... He's an axe. He'd probably just bust out. <laughs> yeah, and he, then he'd be sad. Like, all the rapport that I have built up with him would probably be ruined because I abandoned him. I mean, you could discuss with Cheddar. Maybe he could, like, babysit him. Oh, that is an option. Because he can communicate with Choppy. Ooh, yeah, why don't we set Cheddar with Choppy at the Magic Circle? Mm-hmm. And, and, and put Cheddar in charge of his uh, preliminary education. That's actually a really good idea, because Cheddar's obviously learned some stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And Cheddar can, in fact, communicate. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the other day, I literally had the thought that at 6th level, I should just take the Mage Initiate fit so I can get message. <laughs> just for message. <laughs> just for message. That did occur to me, yes. <laughs> I was like, huh. That's an idea. Hmm. I mean, that would be that would be fitting for uh, for V's character, right? The reason she's she's scorned magic until now, but now that she needs to talk with her sons, she she's like, yeah, I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, but only as much as needed. Yes. Mm-hmm. But buys like magic 101 books, studies just the 101 book, finds message. All right, I need to learn that one, and then fuck the rest of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next spell is required. <laughs> yeah, you're a wizard. Okay, so so do we want to do like the cheddar chaperone plan? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That is, that, that is the that, that's the solution. Okay, so we'll, we'll quickly do that. It's uh, It'll be like evening by the time Cheddar wakes up, and it's like a whole day hike. So you either leave in the morning or it's like you're, you're, work, you're marching through at least part of the night. So off, off camera, very quickly, you explain the situation to Cheddar. Cheddar agrees it's a good idea. There's important things going on. He's happy to help. You set Choppy and Cheddar up in the room and... In the I old... make sure Choppy knows I'm not abandoning him. Yes, definitely. He's reassured, and and Cheddar's there to help talk to him and explain to him, like, hey, you know, just take it easy, sit down. You know, this is this is good. This will be good, and <laughs> and he'll probably spend a good chunk of the night just chatting with Choppy. And I, we will leave little snacks for Cheddar as well. Perfect. Okay. He would appreciate that. Okay, so Cheddar will remember this. Cheddar will remember this. Yeah, there will be consequences. (laughs) Hey, as long as the consequences are in my favor, I'm okay with that. Uh, That's yeah. It's yet to be seen. I probably have it somewhere. I'm just making him stronger for when he murders us all. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The the actual like outcome, good or bad, of the consequences are uh, as yet undetermined. We will see. I haven't yet decided if they'll be good or bad or not. Well, I say decided, but I can't plan anything. 
<laughs> like, I may intend for something, but it's never going to go the way I think it will. Mm-mm. And it's never going to go the opposite of the way I think I will, because at least that's something I can plan for. It's always perpendicular. Mm-hmm. It always just goes on a tangent. Something else, yeah. Like I, like, I was going to expect that... I was fully expecting that Jacoba was going to do what he was planning to do in response to seeing the group. But then, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> the party, I was trying. The party and, just and did something else. The posse showed up. <laughs> something unrelated happened. And then that ended. I go to say something. And then Liam shows up and says, hey, what the fuck is Mr. Honorable doing here? And Jimmy's like, hey guys, what's up? Uh, and of course, the whole time it was there, and Susie was like, oh, they're like this all the time. <laughs> it's just how they are. True. She's not wrong. <sighs> all right. We really are group A, or group one, aren't we? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I, but I think yeah. I think every campaign... I we haven't burned anything down yet, but that would be patently untrue, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, you see something in front of you, and you have yet to go like, nah, I don't think that's for me. Every time it's been like, ooh, interesting thing. Like the whole circles thing, and Jeremy himself. It's not like a, hey, we should focus on our day job and get some money. It's a, wow, that's an interesting mystery. Let's go chase that down and ignore our day job. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) alright so marching towards the kobold settlements let's you know what I feel like rolling for weather is old hat let's have uh, let's have everyone roll athletics just let's have like a group athletics and see how quickly you all march athletics I'm not terrible at that one well it's just me so Until my table gone. <laughs> do, 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 do. Wow, that was slow to roll. Wow. Oh boy. Oh boy. She really doesn't want to be leaving Choppy behind. She wow, this is terrible. <laughs> I should have just rolled for weather. It would have been just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, apparently I was kicked off the table and didn't even notice, so give me a second. Oh. Jacoba's been there for like hours wait for you all. Yeah. Dracova rolled a 15, Jeremy rolled a 4, V rolled a 9, Liam rolled a 10. Y'all are really meh on this mission. <laughs> this is, That's uh, what I was saying. It would be the situation yeah, of, like, uh, uh, we get the letters thing. would be, like, dragging her feet to get there and Liam would not be. And they get there at the same time. 10. Perfect. All of us, like, Jacoba seems to be the only one actually interested in accomplishing this mission. <laughs> Wait, we get the le- we get the letters uh, saying, "Hey, this annoying guy's here. Come get him." We're like, "Oh, it must be Jimmy." We go outside. Jimmy's there. He's like, "Oh, fuck." Well, who yeah. is it then? <laughs> <laughs> and based on our like behind the scenes discussion, it sounds like no one has any guesses on who this may be, other than maybe Tuesday at best. But you got a job yeah. on Tuesday, so it's probably not Tuesday. Well, I said annoying. And I'm like, who's annoying to the Rat King? Besides Jimmy. Well, it'll make perfect sense when we get there. Oh, boy. So. Oh, <clears throat> I need to be ready for this. <laughs> so, rolling athletics, uh, you don't make it before dawn. That's for sure. So, I let's just say that at some point at night, you guys get tired and bunk up. Unless you really want to march through the whole night. No. Based on those athletics, yep. 
I don't think anyone's motivated enough to do that. So you, you camp up, nothing amazing happens. You wake up in the morning, you march up, and you find... Um, so it, let me go over which of these maps was this Rat King space. I don't even remember. What did I use? I don't remember what I called it. I didn't call it... I think I just reused the, the farm. Yes. Okay, that's what it was. Perfect. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, there's the army. <laughs> I spawned on the map. <laughs> that's right. Uh, as you were leaving, like, kobold after kobold came marching out of the hole. Mm. So, let me just remove all of that. So, in the forge is still there being worked on. There's some kobolds walking back and forth. And they do notice you approaching, and one of them goes running off into the hole, but the rest of them pretty much glance at you and go back about their work and go, they pretty much know who you are. You're a known entity, but somewhere in the middle of the above ground portion of the settlement is like a large post, like a log, and there is a person lashed to it, like a young man, and he's just kind of chilling there and uh, none of you recognize him okay i think that i know what's happening do do you i think i have an idea we'll oh. wait and see well I okay have an idea. okay <laughs> this there's a young man lashed to this post and he's just hanging out and none of you recognize him not by face uh, okay um i mean part of me wants to cut him down but i feel like that would be a bad idea well, everyone, someone, everyone did see the kobold that sprinted away. Yeah. yeah where, which did he, like, head towards the the door to their underground place? Yes. There's, there's a main entrance that leads underground, and he ran towards okay. that. Um, so I feel like I just wait. Okay. Um, because I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen in a moment here. No, Amy, your your theory okay. is wrong. Don't worry, it's so much better than that. Is it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh, gonna be great. That's great to hear. So, uh, damn it, where did I put the Rat King? I really should put the Rat King like in NPCs, but I put him under monsters. Mm. Why? So I'll just say for the group, since it's wrong, I thought it might be a Malchus groupie. Oh no. Uh... <laughs> And I was like, I swear, if you found a way to make us meet with the Malchus fan club, I'm going to be so pissed. That is 100% happening, but not right now. That's... When, when, Ken, when Ken does that, you're not going to see it coming. That's how it's going to work. You're not going to see Choppy coming when Ken does that. <laughs> None of us are going to see Choppy coming when he comes to kill us all in our sleep. Mm, that's why I don't sleep there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you know who does your brother <laughs> for now so yeah <laughs> so after I want to say like 10 minutes uh, the rat king comes up from underground and he seems to have recovered from the injuries you inflicted upon him in your last encounter but he's also like taller like a good six inches taller He's wider. He's gained a bit of mass, but also a bit more disfigured, almost like Hunchback of Notre Dame. He's, mm -hmm. uh, he was never, you know, cute. 
<laughs> He's getting worse every time you see him. A face uh, only a mother could love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's... So, but he's got some fresh scars, and he 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 hobbles up, and he goes, "Ah, oh, there you are." And when the Rat King comes up, the young man who was just kind of staring at the ground and looking at his feet, and he was kicking his feet a bit just to fill time, wasn't really paying attention to anything because mm-hmm. he's he's off the ground a little bit. And he looks up, and he sees the Rat King. He goes, "Hold on, let's see if I can manage this." <clears throat> oh no! <laughs> oh, God. He goes, "Oh hey, there you are." So, as I was saying, and he just goes on and on about, like, his, he, he talks about, like, immediately, he's like, oh, so my theory's about who you are as a species, and the Rat King, uh, immediately casts <laughs> silence. Dawnstar. You're goddamn right, he's a Dawnstar. Dawnstar. <laughs> the, the Rat King immediately casts silence, and even though he casts silence on him, his mouth is still moving. And he seems way more perky than he was before. And the Rat King immediately puts his hand in his face and he says, Please just take him. I'll give you a hundred gold. Just get him out of here. Make it two hundred uh, and you got a deal. Fine. And he's, he snaps and uh, one of the kobolds, the, the, his attendant, the kobold that got him in the first place, hops to and quickly runs downstairs. You, you have any cool statues around here? What? Ignore her. <laughs> more grumbling I mean yeah we we could make some statues we do a lot of masonry underground don't encourage her you could make statues you say hmm. yeah there hasn't been a lot of art going on these uh it looks are a little bit the cobalts aren't all the way there we are improving though hmm. keep you keep that in mind uh, <laughs> he, he just stares awkwardly at the group. <laughs> um, did uh, did Linquis ever mention what sort of trade agreement he wanted us to uh, negotiate? No, nah, it was pretty much just a probe for interest about trade. Oh, this, is, okay. this was supposed to be like an early initial like meeting with a foreign power. Because he has no idea. They, as soon as Hamish said, "Hey, there's an army outside," and it was a small town, word spread fast. Lindquist did, you know, his businessman thing and said, "Maybe I can profit off of this." So, but it I could. See. But because it's an army outside of our borders, it's very likely hostile. Who could I send that I don't care dies in this process? <laughs> Little does he know we have a rapport. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does not know that part. He's just like, yeah, probe for early interest in in this, and then he basically just handed us five hundred gold in a statue. Is what he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got the impression that he didn't expect you guys to come back. <laughs> like honestly, we didn't. We probably didn't even need to come over here. We could have just gone to him and said, "Hey, they said no. Where's our money?" I, I, that is exactly what Liam is thinking. <laughs> well, again, in his mind. A no is you're dead. Yeah. So in his mind, it's a win-win. Either he gets a potential large trade partner that he could profit from, or you're dead. Like, <laughs> he was never expecting to have... Even uh, if he had to pay, he's going to make so much more money than that. Hmm. Um, uh, do we get paid? 
Oh yeah, after several minutes, the attendant comes back, like huffing and puffing, having clearly sprinted, and holds up uh, two two bags, hundred gold each. Liam is going to take both bags, uh, slice through the ropes, and uh, he's aware of the silence, so he'd probably just grab the person and walk out of the silence. Uh, let me look at the wording for silence. Uh, no sound can be created or within or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on the point. So, yep. yeah, you're right. It's not on him. And, mm-hmm. and he is deafened while in it. So you have to... Yeah. It's a uh, get smart kind of silence. Mm-hmm. But, but spherical. So, yeah, you grab him, pull him out. And as soon as you cross, like, the invisible line, he gets... He, <laughs> He's not stopped this entire time. And then you could have descended from, uh, like, a, the were-rat sit, uh, clan over in the in the High Mantle Forest, but uh, <laughs> just keeps going. He's going to desperately look at, like, Jacoba and Liam and be like, please tell me you can make him stop. Um, uh, Liam is... We'll give you 50 going... gold to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoba Jacoba just says that. And yeah. as, as soon as he's addressed, he stops and goes, hey, what? Uh, Liam is going to look him square in the the eye and say, Hey, how about some peace and quiet till... uh, What time of day is it? Uh, At this point, I want to say it's like maybe 11 in the morning. In the morning? Alright, so how about some peace and quiet until this evening? You've been talking a lot. You're probably parched. And... I would like him to make a wisdom save, please. Oh, dear. Um, so, once again, I did not make a character sheet, but I'm just going to guess that he's cut, at best, a flat d20 for wisdom. And he fails, and the duration is eight hours. So, yes. so at that, he'll, he'll nod and go... Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and at this point, Liam will turn and leave. <laughs> and the Rat King will even, like, put his hands together, like, and just go, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you are leaving, uh, he'll just turn around and head back Wait, underground. did none of us negotiate the trade agreement thing? Nope. It sounds to me like Liam's plan was just to bullshit about it. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hmm. All right. So, he should just sort of stand in there with his eyes closed, kind of swaying from side to side, because the Dawnstar guy's voice had this like ASMR effect on him. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Hamish, <laughs> Hamish loves the the Dawnstar voice. That's fantastic. All right. So, it, marching back, uh, fairly uneventful. When it's evening, like... Eight hours later. Yeah, he immediately goes like, Okay, so that was a lot of quiet and awkward. So, um, hi, my name's Killian, and you guys are? I am Liam. V. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> oh, Hamish isn't, like, responding because he that that's had the same soporific effect on him, so he's just, like, as soon as that voice hit him, he's just kind of, like, closed his eyes and he's, like, soaking it in. Perfect. I took a little snap at Hamish a couple times to see, see what happens. 
Oh, yeah. I'm Hamish. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy looks at Hamish a little concerned. Goes, uh, hi, I'm Jeremy. Chicoba. Well, it's nice to meet you all. Uh, I'm Killian Dawnstar of the Dawnstar, Dawnstar Clan, where you're shining light, whether it's bright or night. And uh, I was there to investigate the odd goings-on with the kobold settlements. You know, kobolds, normally speaking, never organize in this manner. I mean, they do gather into small clans, of course, but they never, you know, create civilization. This is the first time I've never ever heard of any of them using metallurgy. Isn't that crazy? He's, like, looking expectantly at everyone. If that's your bar for crazy... And she's just gonna, like, shake her head. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we, we, we've seen worse. Is Chompy with us, by the way? No, 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 he's no, being chaperoned by... Okay, chaperoned. all right, he's being chaperoned by Cheddar. Uh-huh. So, um, right now, the, the Bronze Age Kobolds are, like, at the bottom of the hill. We're falling yeah. up. I believe they're being trained for war or to open a restaurant. Possibly both. Why? Why would it be both? Somehow well, Hamish is above the kobolds. There are a, a lot of restaurants in town already, and they may want to wipe out the competition before they open theirs. Hmm. Yeah, well, there. this is an unprecedented time in terms of kobold behavior, so we can't rule anything out. And Hamish will turn to the rest of them and be like, See? I mean, I don't, I don't think we ever disagreed with you, Hamish. Oh, right. That might have been Umbrin. Uh, yes. Hmm. And I'm wondering when Killian will know about Jeremy. Because whenever Jeremy's outside, he's got his gloves and mask on. Yep. Hmm. He better not find out about Jeremy. I don't, I don't want to... He'll never leave us alone. That is true. Uh, mm. He would be very fascinated by Jeremy. And because it's like mid... It's evening, and it takes a long time to march back, you'd probably have to camp for the night, unless... Keeping in mind that you do not want this person with you, you might... Are you going to insist on marching, like, <laughs> well into the night? V wants to ditch him as quick uh, as possible. How far away from town are we? Come evening time, I would say you're still about, say, six hours away. That is far too far away to want to have to do a forced march. Yeah, because if you're marching until you get there, you're getting there at, like, between 10 and midnight, depending. Hmm. Yeah, no, not... Welcome to sleep. He's ready for camping. Yeah, I mean, that's probably gonna be... Yeah, we're gonna have to camp. <laughs> oh, v will look very disappointed at that decision. <laughs> okay, so at I night, I mean, she can keep going, <laughs> but we've marched uh, all the way there. We're there for like all of ten minutes and then left. <laughs> so that's a zero. Uh, that's a zero. I just rolled a wisdom saving throw for Jeremy to see if. He would even consider if maybe taking off his mask and gloves in uh, mixed company is a good idea. Because it's bedtime, and the habits of bedtime just are what they are. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happens. You set up camp, you get a fire going, you start making some food, and 
as everyone starts bending down, Jeremy takes off his mask and gloves and <laughs> reveals his skeletal nature. And of course, Killian at first. So Killian's like, like eating some rations, and he looks up and he sees Jeremy, and he freezes like deer in the headlights. And he like with wide eyes looks at Jeremy, and then like at the other members of the party. As soon as he makes eye contact with Liam, Liam's gonna look at him and go, "Not the strangest thing we have." Like, Cobalt's weren't the strangest thing we've seen. <laughs> and, and, and he's got, like, a piece of jerky in his mouth, and he stopped chewing, but it's still there, and he's like, he starts slowly nodding. Like, uh-huh. We're not even at the top of the hill yet. No. None of us eat jerky anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a very true statement. Thanks for that, Hamish. <laughs> like all of you, just have dried bread for your rations. <laughs> like, I warmed bread and dried fruits and stuff. Like you killed, but became a vegetarian all because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I. I just, Pointedly, none of us are eating jerky. <laughs> so, so does V actually say that? Like, no, oh. no, no, that's interesting. Like, oh, yes, I remember a time when I ate jerky. <laughs> okay, she's. I, 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 I was just wondering. She does not. Okay, here's the thing. I wish she would say that, but she also does not want to start up conversation with him because conversation means he will respond and speak. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're. You're assuming that he needs a prompt to start talking. Or I know, that but I'm you're not gonna... going to be like a participant in this conversation. I am not going to encourage him, is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know, Jeremy. He mm-hmm. will encourage him, unless someone stops him. Oh, I know. Because now that Killian is looking at Jeremy, Jeremy must engage. <laughs> Jeremy's gonna be like, wait, is there is there something on my face? But well, no, he's gonna do the same thing he did with V, which is try and get to know him. Oh yeah, because when he first met V, he's like, oh please tell me about yourself, and you know, oh, no. and he was very you know polite and wants to get to know people because he's a good guy, but <laughs> but no one wants to know Killian. So Jeremy, of course, uh. will instigate and say, uh, so Killian, uh, tell me about yourself, and. Killian's not entirely recovered at first. He will, like, look down at his beef jerky and finish the bite and chew and swallow. And he goes, Well, I'm a member of the Dawnstar clan, which is a family of monster hunters and researchers, and I just came of age, so I left home to go explore and find some monsters. And, oh boy, did I find some monsters here. Um... Fairbay was not or I was just passing through Fairbay, you know, and then I heard stories about stuff like the undead waking up in the high mantle forest, but when I got there, it turns out that the guards had already like slain them all, so I didn't really learn anything. But then I learned about the the settlement out southeast, and I figured I would go ask them if they knew anything about monsters. But it turns out they were all monsters. So um I I got a lot of what I was looking for, and he like reaches in to pull out his journal and like start like going deep into his notes and unless as all all this is happening v has turned to like done the slow look over at jeremy just like 
with a look in her eyes, like, why have you done this to us? <laughs> um, well, let's roll perception. Oh, fantastic. Uh, it's And you know the slow look I'm talking about. It's like the turn of the head, just how could you have betrayed us this way? <laughs> so I rolled perception, but then I rolled insight. So yeah. this makes Jerry it... sees it. He doesn't know what it means, though. No, he sees eye contact, and now he wants to oh, loop no. V in on the conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> uh, at that point... Jacob will get up and walk away from the group a little bit. <laughs> that is exactly what Liam was going to do. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as Jeremy makes eye contact with V, uh, before he can start like going about his journal and his meticulous notes about various monsters, Jeremy volunteers information about V. Because <laughs> V's from Dern Hollow. Yes. And so b- b- before he can get there, Jeremy goes, oh, yeah. And uh, so I just remembered uh, V has an interesting story, too. She came from Dern Hollow and uh, ran into a group called the Fang and actually traveled quite a bit around the woods. Probably saw quite a few monsters in the high mantle forest like you were looking for. Maybe she knows a few things. And he looks at V like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, right? She's glaring at Jeremy at this point. <laughs> and as... As Killian is opening his journal and about to, like, walk everyone through everything he's written so far, he, he looks up at me and goes, Oh, really? Like what? Undead. Undead like Jeremy or undead like normal undead? <clears throat> a mix of the two, I it suppose. Pulls out a pen. Go on. They were skeletons, and I walked past them, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, surely you found some other monsters in the High Mantle Forest, right? Like, I, I hear there's wolves and, and bears, and uh, I, I heard rumors of an Etten passing through or by town recently. I didn't even know they were out here. Yeah, sure, there's all those things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy, like, looks back and forth, like, what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy just looks confused. <laughs> and and V's just, like, massaging her temples, like, I cannot hit this man with my axe. I cannot hit this man with my axe. <laughs> like, just muttering to herself. And and a little disappointedly, Killian will put his pen down and go, Oh, I, I guess the High Mantle Forest isn't really worth looking into. But, uh, anyway, as I was about to say, and he, like, starts, like... He flips back to the beginning of his journal. Says, "Okay, when I first set out, I've set out from." And he <laughs> just goes into. Met- He's gonna stand up and follow the other two. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, let me roll a perception really quick. Two? Nope. He's so engrossed in his journal and just reading it out loud, basically, that he doesn't even notice that V leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, Hamish is yeah. Yeah, He has been lulled to sleep by the constant Dawnstar voice. <laughs> so, oh, this entire time, Jeremy is attentive and asks pointed questions and engrossed in the entire conversation. And it will go on for at least a couple hours before Killian decides it's time to go to sleep. 
And at that point, everybody will be long asleep. Hamish <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. wakes up when he stops talking and decides to take a <laughs> <break and> watch. <laughs> On the two split camps, because I feel like we have to get a far way away to get away from that, <laughs> the sound of that <laughs> voice. Uh, the 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 lulling sound having stopped. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you go by left for is to take the watch, oh, take a watch at least. Uh. Oh, V left to just go sleep somewhere that wasn't near him. Yeah. Did she climb up in a tree or did she set up a different <laughs> bed? Roll? That is what Liam did too. So you're not alone. <laughs> she would have just found wherever Liam went and set up there. Like there, at least we can pretend we're still in a group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I think Hamish will probably just assume that everyone's at the same camp, so he'll watch over the, the Jeremy Dawnstar area. Oh, dear. <laughs> so there's the Jeremy Dawnstar area, there's V and Liam hanging out in a tree, and then there's Jacoba just sitting there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, well, let's find know. out. It can only go a up a lot of time in the forest camping by ourselves, so like I'm not super worried. So who wants to roll a flat D twenty for the random encounter for the night? Fuck it. Yes. Seventeen. Seventeen. The the night goes no. by peacefully. <laughs> as peacefully as it can with a Dawnstar in the group. <laughs> and my phone going off. Oh, Does perfect. Talk in his sleep. Please let him talk in his sleep. <laughs> Um, hmm. Why is roll 20 being laggy? Roll 20 shouldn't be laggy. Oh, he rolled I twice. Do. 10. Uh, no, if he rolled exceptionally low, he would. Oh. But with a 10, he snores lightly. Nothing unusual. That, oh, it would not surprise, surprise me if... It would not surprise me if a Don Star talked in their sleep. It wouldn't surprise me either, but they are a prolific clan. Mm. <laughs> so, some of them very well might. So, the, thankfully, the night went by very peacefully, and everyone was able to get up and march the rest of the way back to Fairbay. And you didn't have to fight your way through. And as Yay! So, as soon as you make it back to Fairbay, mm -hmm. it's like you know, 10 in the morning. It's been a couple days since you were last here. And because you went towards the east, um, oh, right. That barn is a different barn than that other barn. <laughs> that other barn is the one where Cheddar is. So, yes. you head back I mean, in, into town and unless, I assume as soon as you hit town, multiple people would be like, alright, well, it was nice meeting you. Please leave. <laughs> V just, uh, wa v just like, is like, I'm going to check on Choppy, and she's gone. Like, doesn't want this person following her, is almost running to get away. Because <laughs> if everyone just wanders in towards the office without saying anything, he will mindlessly follow. No. Uh, when V heads off, Hamish is going to be like, oh, right. Do you want to come and see a magic using mouse? No! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> like, if he hears him, he's I, I, no. I agree. I agree. No. No. <laughs> she will stomp yeah. back over, clamp a hand over Hamish's mouth, and start dragging him away. <laughs> so what he'll actually hear is, 
He'll turn to Jeremy. What was that all about? And Jeremy will just shrug, saying, I don't know, but I need to go with them. Uh, I'll see you later. And he pats him on the shoulder, and he wanders at a jog oh to follow me. I was so afraid Jeremy was going to invite him along. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> he, does, he does not take the initiative on that. However, he would not object if there was a hanger on. So... Uh, no. Like, Shoban's just kind of, like, looking at him. Like, nice seeing you. Go. What are you doing? Go. So, is he actually going to say anything, or is he just going to stare at him until he leaves? <laughs> just kind of stare at him, like, okay, now what are you doing? Uh, what's Liam's strategy? Is he going to follow in his footsteps? Because, again, uh, a little oblivious, this one. Um, He'll probably be like, hey, we were told to bring you back to the town. Uh, you're back in town, and I got nothing else for you. Oh. Uh, well, anyway, thank you for your help. Uh, it was, it was uh, very helpful. Probably would have been stuck up there for quite a while until I starved. Although they were feeding me. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Then um, you wouldn't have starved. Well, probably. Uh, Who knows how long I, they would have kept me up there, though. Yeah. She goes up and turns and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Just stands there awkwardly a little bit. Uh, okay. Well, uh, later. And he'll... Largely pick a direction at random and just kind of walk that way. Um, if it's 10 or below, it's in town. If it's 11 or above, he's just going to wander back into the wilderness. Okay, he wanders, oh, no. he wanders back into town. It was a 5. <laughs> or no, that was, a, that was a D10, not a D20. Why did I roll it? A D10. Because 10 comes before 20. Well, I mean, if he gets captured again, that's another 200 gold. 17. So... Standing just outside of town, he looks around and wanders towards the High Mantle Forest. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, that's a problem for another day. Yeah. <laughs> Not our problem. We, we, have, we, have, we have more important things to do at the moment. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. once he's dragged a little further away, um, Hamish, and presumably B has unclapped her hand from around Hamish's mouth. He's just going to look up her and be like, Well, he was nice. The sound of his voice made me want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know soothing, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Hamish, like, die so I never had to hear it again. Oh. Okay. I don't know how you slept in the same camp as him. I just what? I, and she's looking at him, just like shaking her head. <laughs> it was I mean, because listening to him made me sleepy. I liked it. It would be really good if we could get him to like I don't know magically record stories or something <laughs> that I could listen to. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't you know. should talk to him about that. You. I will next time I see him. Hamish okay. is going to invent audiobooks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrific. This is now like what the... I've lost count. E-F plot? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Hamish has the board for all of this. Yeah, yeah he's got a murder board. Because... Like, maybe we could like magically amplify him eating and, and that would be even more relevant. <laughs> 
I'm not here for amplification. If I have to hear it, I'm not here for it. Uh, he's going to he's going to invent like a whole community of ASMR is going to be posted on the match board of like ASMR sessions, and <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be great. Hamish needs to write about this in his uh, public blog. <laughs> He's going to suggest reports on things. Ah, fantastic. So, uh, this group heads straight for Choppy. And so, entering the barn that has the circle of intelligence, you find that Choppy is actually sitting like his handle is bent in like a little w shape and he's just sitting on the ground and cheddar is just outside the circle curled up in a little ball sleeping hmm. he's made himself like a little uh teepee out of some twigs he found and some leaves and he's got a little little leaf and oh. twig teepee right outside the circle and if, oh. if v will just stop for a moment and put a hand over her like <laughs> Sweetest thing I ever did see. Wish there was a way to capture this moment so I could remember it on like a piece of paper or something. Uh, <laughs> let me. It just occurred to me. So dogs are barking. That <laughs> that occurred to me too. But <laughs> I'm gonna roll for craftsmanship. Uh, let's see skills. Let me just roll it. Slide of hand, I said I last time. 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. This is, like, legit. This, let's see. Uh, I wonder if there's, like, a convenient image for this. Anyway, he builds a fantastic little teepee out of twigs. Oh, yeah. It's well-crafted. Looks fantastic. I mean, as fantastic as some old twigs can look, but it's it looks pretty darn cozy. He is comfy in there. Way better than the org- paper origami one he made in the in the office. Well, we're just gonna have to fix that now, aren't we? Yes. Well, we already tried. I tried. You tried. All right. Look, that house is pretty, but it's not very stable. That's the problem. He did a fantastic job on like execution. A presentation is the word I'm looking for. He did really good on presentation. Just the, the, the not not the strongest. Right. That's fair. But this time, this is way more functional, and it looks pretty good. And Choppy's just sitting there in the middle of the circle. He's been stewing there for a couple days at this point. That's fair. Um, I mean, what time of day is it again? Around noon at this point. Oh gosh, we don't want to wake up little Cheddar. He's he's right in the middle of his sleep. Well, it's probably not noon, a little earlier than that. You arrive at around like 10, 11 in the morning. Hmm. But still, don't want to... Don't want to wake up Cheddar. He's in the middle of a sleep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Amy, important stuff. Yes. Please roll 2d6. This is how much we're adding to his intelligence score. Five and three. That's pretty good. That's that's a solid above average and average roll. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, he now has a 12 intelligence. Chopping! He's as smart as V is! <laughs> he's as smart as Still, still Wait, can't think... communicate. No, he's smarter than V is! <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll 2d6 for wisdom as well. 
Better than you are. For wisdom? Yeah. What's his intuition? Six and one. <laughs> got real excited for that first one. Yeah. So he's now got. That's still not bad. It's though. pretty fucking good. He's got eleven intel or twelve intelligence, eleven wisdom. So um, he is swaps with Liam. Uh, he's he's almost as wise as me. <laughs> he's more wise than Jeremy, but not as smart. Mm-hmm. Jeremy's not dumb. He's just a little oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> this this axe is gonna be the ultimate evil in this world. No, how could you I've say? That? I've been saying that. Okay. <laughs> if he's the big bad, Jacoba was right. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be the big bad. He's not gonna be the big bad. He's, he's gonna, gonna be the big bad the the defender. He's... The leader of the Axe army once he has had time to grow them. <laughs> to, to grow them. Uh, yeah. It takes quite a while. So, okay. what's V's plan? Is she just gonna, like, come, like, hang out and come back in the morning? Or is she gonna, like... Or, or well, I mean, it's the morning, right? Well, yeah, I, I meant the other way around. Is she gonna hang out until even evening? Is she just gonna leave and come back at evening? Or is she going to, like, scoop up her little pals and take them to bed? be like, come here, buddy. You don't need to camp out anymore. Let's go home. You know what? Yeah, I think that's... It, it, she would... First, she would, like, gently... Um, hmm. How do I want to do this? I think first she would very, like, cautiously and slowly kind of, like, give Choppy a little scritch under the chin to let him know that she was there. Because, once again, he cannot perceive what's going on around him. <laughs> so as soon as you do that, he'll be <laughs> far more responsive than he was before. He'll... He'll at first just, you know, lift his chin up a bit like he enjoys the scritch, but then as soon as the hand goes away, he'll stand up and look pretty much right at V, or at least the axe head will be pointed towards V. <laughs> and once and she sees that, she'll kind of, like, scoop him up and put her on her put him on her shoulder, like, and she'll be like, you look much better than yesterday, even though he can't say anything back or hear what she's saying. <laughs> and he'll... As soon as he gets up on her shoulder, he'll, like, hop over a little bit and, like, carefully nuzzle the side of her head a bit. <laughs> like, with the, the flat, trying not to get the blade part. <laughs> and just for a moment... Her... No. <laughs> and then she's gonna... She will die and murder for Choppy. So... <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, she'll, like, slowly and gently, like, try to scoop Cheddar up without, like, disturbing him too much, if that makes sense. I know exactly what you mean. Um, <laughs> let's have you roll animal handling just to see if it's if it's so good that he doesn't even wake up or if it's just a stir. Like, how successfully do you gently move him? 19. Fantastic. He doesn't even stir. You manage to, like, pick up just enough and cover him so the sun doesn't wake him up and you've got him and you can take him back to the office and put him to bed no problem and he's gonna he's definitely gonna do that thing that we all did as kids and believe he teleported (laughs) (laughs) wow how did how did we teleport at home incredible (laughs) fantastic so uh, I'm guessing Jacoba and Liam went straight back to the office. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
and Hamish and Jeremy are just tag-alongs for V. So... Well, and I mean, like, she'd go, like, very quietly so she didn't wake up Cheddar, she'd be like, doesn't Chalky seem so much better? Like, more aware? I mean... Saying that to Hamish and Jeremy, I don't know if anybody. Oh, to Hamish and Jeremy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that, that's who's there. Yeah, Hamish just like. Yeah, it seems like he's a really quick learner, or either that or Chester's a really good teacher. And she's gonna go ahead and be like, shh, and gesture to the sleeping mouse in her hand. And Quiet. oh, you want to keep him asleep? Okay. Well, it's working that- very hard. So So Jeremy will mostly be indifferent. He didn't particularly... Well, actually, let me roll insight to see if he did actually come to that conclusion. Like, he's way more aware. Um, Let's see. Skills. Insight. On an axe. Oh, he crit. Hell yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So Jeremy... Similar to Hamish, we'll first talk loudly, and then as soon as V hushes him, he'll quiet down. And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's a, oh, <clears throat> um, he, uh, yeah, yeah, when you touched him, he, he, like, looked right at you before. He just was, you know, wandering around aimlessly. I think he was able to figure out where you were based on just which direction you scratched him from. That's, that's a huge improvement. Although, the, uh, he, uh. Cheddar's asleep, so we can't really talk to him directly. I would think he's a lot better off now. I would hope he's not scared. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, yeah, me too. That was kind of the whole point of doing this, so he wouldn't be scared anymore. Ah, oh, fantastic. I should I... really learn that trick, that talking trick that they can do. Hmm. Well, that's like a magic thing. I'm not very good at that part, so probably could do, read a few books on the subject. That uh, one wizard guy had a bunch of books in his his room. I guess, I guess it's necessary. In fact, hang on. Should I get, just go get one? Oh, if you don't mind. Okay, and he'll uh, run off in that direction at a dead run. Because Jeremy doesn't do hey, half measures. Hey, asleep. Maybe I should what? go find that Lone Star guy. No, <laughs> no. I think Cheddar's already asleep and doesn't need the Dawn Star guy. Stay asleep. But in case he wakes up. No, you know what, Hamish? I think it's for the best. We keep the Dawnstar guy far, far away from Jenner. Okay, then. Okay. Then I like ten. So I'm going to roll a handful of checks for Jeremy from Lester's place to see if he can find what is what he's looking for. First of all, let me roll a luck check just to see if it's even in the room. I believe in you, Jeremy. Six. No, not really. Um, Arcana, 11. And a perception. Oh, dear. My roommate's running a food processor. (laughs) That sounded like a drill. Right? The food processor. So, with all of that... Look how well that is. Yeah, that's a food processor. It processed the food effectively. Incredible. (laughs) So, (laughs) Jeremy rolled pretty well on Arcana, but terrible for luck and terrible for perception. So, he walks in, and not only is the book he's looking for not even in there, but 
he kind of got distracted. He he just grabbed a book at random, hoping it would be the right one. Found the topic a little bit interesting and sat down and started reading. So, you guys have lost Jeremy for like several hours at this point. <laughs> he's he's engrossed in reading something. I'm not even sure what. Okay. Ooh, you know what? I have a random table of book titles. Oh, hell yeah, let's do that. Oh, this will be good. Give me a D100. D100. Three. Of kings and knights. Of kings and knights. So... Jeremy's a history buff, really. It, it, it's history or it's fairy tales. I'm gonna flip a coin. Evens, it's fairy tale. Odds, it's history. He's interested in history. So, that, that's what he's doing now. He got engrossed he's, in a history book. He's in fact reading his own history. <laughs> I, hmm. Of that would be hilarious. Alright, I'm gonna roll a luck check. Eight or above, it's about his own history. Nineteen. Oh, it's about the the battle that he died in. Uh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? That's either going to be super interesting and exciting for him, or total PTSD. Well, I think it'll be exciting for him at first until he realizes exactly what this is. He's gonna have a non-flashback, and none of us know where he is. <laughs> well, yeah, that well, that's not going to be until like towards the end of the book because. Keep in mind, it's the High Mantle Forest now, but like 400 years ago, that forest wasn't there. It was an open field or something else. In any case, it was, the battle did not take place in a forest. So to him, it'll just be like, oh, hey, it's like about my armies and me as a general in a field somewhere. And there were several of them. <laughs> and then he'll like realize towards the end. Oh no, this is the battle. Because, you know, he was a general. He was in lots of battles. Probably in that region, too. And then, oh dear. It was that one. Oh no. <laughs> so, oh no. So he's in for a rough night. Mm hmm. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, Jeremy. I feel a little bit like this is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted to help. He's being a good friend. I know. <laughs> so. Um, I, I'm not sure what else we'll be doing tonight in game. Um, oh, that's right. It's actually like midday, so I'm yeah. not, not sure what else is happening today. Other than Jeremy is probably going to be like caught up on this book by like seven or eight. Hmm. Uh. Jacoba has a thing. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do a Chakova thing. Oh, uh, we need to go um, tell Linquist that his uh, his trade didn't go very well. Get me that statue. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to carry it yourself. Well, well, either I'm assuming delivery was included in. <laughs> Uh, I, feel like, I feel like Linquist is way too fucking cheap to deliver. Well, that he, being said, um, Liam does know a logistics company. 
He didn't get rich by spending a lot of money. So he just gave away five hundred dollars in a priceless statue. So I don't know about that. Um, he's got four of them. They're not priceless. <laughs> like, they're not cheap. But at the same time, these are not like historical artifacts oh. made by master workers. These are it's just gonna be priceless once I figure mm. out how to cart it around town. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. So instead of getting too deep into the actual conversation, unfortunately, this is going to be a series of rules because at the end of the day, you need to lie about him saying no because you didn't ask. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to have to roll persuasion to like legalize him into give still giving you payment. Uh, Liam would like to bring the job request with him. Job request. Yeah. Where the statement that said, oh, hey, if we went and negotiated a trade, oh. he would give us money and a statue? Yes. Right, right. I, I heard that as jobber quest. Oh. Not job, no. job request. That makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, the job request. So, um, let me go back into my notes. Uh, as I said last session, I didn't actually have a lot of, like, specific details. They're just, like, summaries. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. Something from Edgar. Go there and see if their leader is willing to engage in trade. If they kill you, all is forgiven. If they agree, then, you, then you'll get 500 gold. So... Ah. If they agree, oh, damn it. Yeah, as I wrote it here, it says, if there's an agreement, then congratulations, you did your job as, like, liaisons. So, you do have a forgery kit. I do. Tell them that he agreed. He's still whispering because he hasn't been told otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other option. That is the other, like, deceit you could give is that they did in fact agree and he can send far more qualified liaisons. We don't have uh, his opinion of us anyways. True. Uh, Not to get all meta, but you have Jacoba who has max charisma and expertise in deception. Um, That's totally meta though. I know. Uh, <laughs> Liam also has max charisma and he has proficiency with a forgery kit. Well, that being said, I have to roll for this. <laughs> and you have a pen that you stole from Edgar himself. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know why that would make Maybe. it important, but okay. No, Maybe. I was just reminding you because I assume everyone forgot about certain details. <laughs> Maybe you don't put do. it out in front of him, Liam. The pen? What? Why? Um, when? Hold on. When did me pulling out the pen come into play. It did not. It, it just, didn't. It just involves Edgar yeah. and it's his pen, so I thought I'd mention it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and since it's his pen. I'm saying, maybe don't whip it out in front of him. Well, he's not, uh, gonna, um, he's not gonna alter this document in front of him. So, in advance, let's roll for forgery yeah. kit first. Okay. Oh. Uh. Oh. Um. Um. The 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 agreement that he had. Um, may I change the agreement? Uh, which agreement? The one where they said uh, that we had to succeed to get the money. Well, that's what I assumed you were forging. Was that? Oh, you, you were like yes. using the forgery kit to alter the verbiage on the job request specifically, yeah. so you can be like, hey, you know, 
we went, we, we get paid. That was the job. I, I was fully thinking, like, forged agreement, but... Um, yeah, uh, Liam would like to change the terms of the job using uh, the same pen that Lindquist <laughs> uses. Yes, exactly. That, that's what I thought you were getting at. But... Uh, I see now. Uh, this, is, this is... I don't want to look at this. 23! Oh, <laughs> yes! Fantastic. So, yes, you're able to use your forgery kit to... <laughs> I assume instead of mm-hmm. instead of editing the existing document, you forge an entire new document perfectly, but with different words. Yeah. So you you successfully create a very convincing forgery. It'd be very very mm-hmm. difficult for anyone to spot this as as such. So then yeah. you take this forgery and then you go mm-hmm. to Archibald and by extension Edgar with it. And yeah. so let's roll the deception. To say, oh, they didn't agree, but we still got to get paid. No, oh, there it goes. Holy shit! <laughs> so that's a crit deception. Yes. So also, turns out Liam has expertise in deception. <laughs> so yeah, that's a twenty-nine <laughs> deception. <laughs> There is no doubt in anyone's mind that they, you asked, and they just refused. That's never mm-hmm. happening. And in fact, you should probably never, yeah. ever interact with them ever again. Yeah, no, they weren't, um, they I... weren't too keen on, on setting up trade agreements with, uh, future subordinates. <laughs> yeah, right? In, in fact, yeah, just never go over there, never ask him yourself to confirm, like, you might die, like, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. And then last but not least, a persuasion check. But he will have advantage because of the forgery kit. Uh, this is where things fall apart. Ten. All right. Well, it's, uh, he'll still grant the statue, but the payment will be cut in half. Unfortunately. But you still get the statue and you get 250 gold. We got the important part of the deal, is what we got. <laughs> Except Liam doesn't have use for a statue. Not all about Liam. No, it's all about Choppy. And V, yes, listen. <laughs> <laughs> choppy needs a big sister. So if you pull this off, I'm trying to think, what would it be? Is it a stone golem? It would, yeah, it would end up being a stone golem. Because a stone um, golem is per is is a challenge rating of ten, and they have a hundred and eighty hit points. Jesus fuck! Like that golem would kick the shit out of all of us. They're immune to all kinds of damage types and conditions, and they can Better see in the dark. Handling check goes as well as it did with Choppy. <laughs> and they're immune to polymorphs, and they're resistant to all kinds of shit, and. They hit like a they're, truck. <laughs> um, I believe they're also constructs, so any sort of charm effect would not work on them. Yeah, that's the very first effect is immune to, yeah. or no, the, the first one is is immune to form changing things. But yeah, it's immune to charm and stuff. So everything that says yeah doesn't affect constructs. Charm doesn't affect yeah. them. So like it's like charm and sleep and and uh, things like that. Uh, 
It either go really, really beautifully or really, really horribly. Um, <laughs> hold on. Nope, he is not going to try and renegotiate. He will take the 250 um, and uh, have someone sent for the statue. Just be grateful that his scam worked this far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call it a day, don't push it. Mm-hmm. Quite well, you're ahead. Yep. Alright, so we'll work on logistics of that later. It'll probably mm-hmm. take, like, uh, Amazon Prime two-day shipping. <laughs> I mean, that may have to come freight, depending on how big it is. Well, and something else to consider that may be a big problem is that DNR offices are on the second floor. <laughs> not, n- not Liam's problem. So... Those I, delivery guys are going to have a real hard time is what I'm hearing. Well, I'm not certain the stairs could even hold a ton of weight. <laughs> yeah, no. The stairs aren't going to be able to hold it's, it's, it's You decor. know what? We'll leave it outside next to the door. It'll just be the new... Uh... It's decor. Yeah. Yeah. At the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it will be in next our guardian <laughs> to prevent people like Tuesday from coming in. <laughs> or you demand it be delivered to um, Melville's warehouse. Oh, no, don't give her any ideas. <laughs> anyway, Jacoba has the thing. <laughs> Wasn't that the goal? <laughs> Yes, but I was going to have it delivered to the... De- well, because look, even if we have it delivered to the warehouse, first of all, who knows with the warehouse workers, maybe they'll be like, this is our statue now because it got delivered here, and that would be atrocious. But also we have to figure out how to get it from the warehouse to the the thing. Yeah, the, a concern about going to the warehouse first is much like Chappy, it'll be moving before it's intelligent. But also, mm-hmm. giving it intelligence without it being able to move is cruel. So, <laughs> But, if you give it the intelligence first, you can say, hey, we're going to get you to where you can also move. That's true. Because there's, uh, uh, Liam's been hit in the face pretty hard by a construct in that warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mom flashbacks, I get it. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even like a particularly strong construct either. No. But Leo's we were also like level beefy. Yeah. Like, at most we had like 12 HP. Maybe 15. Uh, Jeremy still has 13. Yeah. He's not yeah, a... Yeah, Jer- If I remember correctly, Jeremy also almost died. Yeah, Jeremy has, like... He's rolled one on all of his level-up checks. He's not doing great. Poor Jeremy. Poor guy. Uh, so, upon negotiation... Who would have gone with Liam for this negotiation? Jacoba's the only one there, so him. Oh, right. So it would have been Jacoba? Yeah. Because uh, I imagine... We'd be doing this while V and Hamish and Jeremy are off doing whatever. All right. Makes sense. Um, dealing with Choppy and Cheddar. Um, hmm. How much, how much does, 
on the, on the way back, um, Liam will ask Jacoba, uh, how much do we not like linguists? Because <laughs> I'm assuming we got some form of documentation saying that uh, one of the statues is ours. Yeah, like a receipt. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Liam's, like, looking at this receipt, and he's like, there's our assignment, there's his copy of the assignment, and the receipt. And he goes, I could have some fun with this. I approve as long as we don't tell V. <laughs> I, I feel like she would ha- be have the least objections. Are you going to forge a new receipt saying that you own all four of them? I wasn't thinking four, but that's an interesting idea. <laughs> um, Although, the, the I suppose the trouble with it would be that he does have a record now that, like, he agreed to oh, lie. They would, probably ha- they would also probably have a copy of the receipt. Yeah. The copy receipt they, they have a record so, of yeah, one, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, I won't. Dreams. Sorry. Crushed so quickly. <laughs> You've raised and then dashed my hopes expertly. Bravo. First, <laughs> first, first statues on the house. The second one you're gonna have to earn yourself. What are like how many scams you're gonna continue and try and run against Edgar from now on? All of them. <laughs> At least three more. <laughs> At least three more. The next one will be the violin scam. Uh, Although it occurred to I me mean, that you basically already kind of did a version of the violin scam by trying to talk about how awesome his statues were, so not exactly. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, we could probably get good money for the statue. For sure, yeah. Uh, if you can find out. I don't. I don't think there's that drill food processor thing again. Um, Liam Scott. Well, uh, one, two, three, three. Uh. Liam is going to hold uh, hand Jacoba 80 gold and say that's his cut. All right. <laughs> this would be walking back. Um, there is going to be uh, yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna pocket the rest for now. And I, I don't know if there's anything else he wants to do until people come back to uh, come back to the office. Is it is it Jacoba's turn? Uh, yes. Okay. Is Ken dealing with the uh, food processors? Processor. Uh, stop for the moment. Okay. So, uh, probably already know where this is going. Chicago said to the honorable pillow. Haha. Uh huh. Yeah. Who would have seen that coming? I didn't. Not I. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Liam's probably gonna end up following him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, man, he wants I... to watch this soap opera unfold in real time. Do you oh, love yeah. that every time Jacoba tries to go to the honor pillow pillow, like, somebody's always with him? Yeah. It's, it's always Liam. Liam. <laughs> Le- Liam's like, both, both, times, both times I went, it's been Liam. <laughs> oh, well, there was that one time we had breakfast together. <laughs> yeah. 
He almost had a morning gotta, on his own. He's got to take. He's got to take notes for Joyce. <laughs> yeah, like he's actually not on either team. He just wants to observe. <laughs> That's fair. Joyce does like. Thoughts. This is also a one-sided battle. <laughs> like <laughs> he is the only one trying. Jacoba knows he fucked up. So. <laughs> Uh, and he's, he's, he's looking for Jimmy, actually. Hmm. Oh, Jimmy. I mean, if that's the way his tastes run now, that's fine, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> love is love, baby. Let's <laughs> I, see. I'm not... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Half the cast is gay. Like babies <laughs> either pass. <laughs> okay. Jimmy's uh, going after Susanna. Is Jimmy around? Um, I'm trying to... Th- think if he would be or not. Um, I'm just gonna roll a luck check. Seven? Nah, he's not here right now. He has a place in... Right now, but if you leave your name and number, he'll call you back. He's got a home in town. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know where that is. Correct. We don't know anything about Jimmy. We just know fucking Jimmy. Well, you never asked. Why would we ask the fucking Jimmy? We, we don't even ask for Jimmy. Jimmy just shows up. Yes. <laughs> and that's going to continue happening, not with just Jimmy, but with uh, other people. Yeah. Like the Domstar and the Malchus Fan Club. Malchus Fan Club. Mr. Honorable's around here somewhere, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And Susie's here. Jacoba's going to... She's always here. This is her yeah. full-time job. Yeah. Jacoba's going to pop a squat somewhere. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Um, let me just throw Jacoba on the map here, just so everyone knows. So he's just gonna sit close, and she's. This is midday still. We haven't fast forwarded at all, so it's like noonish. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is like lunch rush, and yeah. she's doing her, you know, lunch set while people eat. Lots of, and the place is pretty busy because it's right around noon. Lots of dock workers come in here because. Everyone loves the food, so lo- lots of working class people coming in, enjoying some some food, a couple like a, a lunch ale, and yeah, so. in fact, it's it's difficult to hear Susie a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is it? But let me ah, roll. Oh, she's in the normal NPC folder. If she crits, they're totally all enthralled in her performance. Actually, they're a bunch of dock workers. They're probably paying attention to her. Oh my Holy god! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what the double f- crit. Yeah, double 31. So, for listeners at home, I just rolled, and on roll 20, it always rolls with like the second die for advantage disadvantage. If this was at disadvantage, she still would have crits. This is the performance of a lifetime. I forget what I said a minute ago. Retcon. <laughs> you, everyone can hear Susie perfectly clearly because no one's saying a goddamn word. <laughs> Doc, dock workers aren't even catcalling her because she, they are so enthralled. Many of them are in tears. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing <laughs> this is the performance that like uh, like her eyes are closed she's just flowing with the music she's never looked better cheap like if Jacoba is so inclined he's probably on the verge of tears or in tears too this is 
Like, if, if, if we're rolling with that, then... Uh... Actually, in fact, if he is prone to, like, crying over a work of art, I'm going to say that this is... She is... She's created an original work based heavily on one of her, your father's, like, classical pieces. I was, I was just about to say. Yeah, like, it's it's not exactly the same, oh. but the melody and harmony are the same, and she's just playing away. And she's even, like, humming, like, a, a melody to it. It's, like, it's fantastic. Like, I imagine it takes a minute for him to realize. Like, he comes in, everyone's just chatting away. He takes a seat. Then this starts happening. Jacobus just sitting there for a minute. Then, like, he's... Like, he doesn't even realize he's crying until, like, it's over. And then he's like, oh, God, what? Oh, I was crying. That, that, that was, oh, God. And when she finishes the third movement of this incredible classical piece, uh, which, you know, movements uh, of classical work, everyone's food is cold and no one has eaten or drinking in, like, close to half an hour at this point. And when she finishes the last piece... She finally opens her... She takes a deep breath and opens her eyes and sees Jacoba and is actually a, a little surprised, but will make hard eye contact and will sheepishly grin. Oh, dear. And food processor. Food processor. That is her, that is her grinning sound. So... So she wasn't expecting to see Jacoba at lunch because usually it's like breakfast and dinner, and she'll sheepishly grin because, like I said, she wasn't expecting to see Jacoba there, and she knows full well that like this is his father's work. And um, let me do a quick roll. Why did I even close her for her character sheet? Why would I do that? Um, um. Let me just roll a brief wisdom save. Eight. She's full blushing. She, she, like I said, she was not expecting to be making this performance for Jacoba specifically right now. And so the fact that she gave, like, the performance of a lifetime based entirely on Jacoba's father's work and he was there to witness it, like, this is a, a confluence of fate. Hmm. <laughs> And she also sees that Jacoba is like in full tears over this. Yeah. So, so going back to earlier when I said this is a one-sided battle <laughs> about that, Jacoba is winning on accident. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this table is working against me. I hate you. I hate this table. I hate this game. I'm done. <laughs> He's trying so hard <laughs> for this one-sided battle that Jacoba's not even trying, and he's still winning. <laughs> I quit the show. <laughs> I miss the show. She just loves me naturally. <laughs> They've got a history. She doesn't really know V yet. Like that kind of thing takes time. <laughs> Amy, I love you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, it'll be better when they deliver the statue. Don't worry about it. That's true. 
You're, get, you're getting just that in a couple days. Just imagine when you're burying Choppy inside Jagoba's skull. <laughs> Choppy's gonna bury himself inside Jagoba's skull. I'm not even gonna have to do anything. That's true. He's gonna roll insight and detect, like, ill intent. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I know you're trying to steal Mother's woman. Watch out. <laughs> oh, fuck. I think, anyway. uh, I don't know if there was any other plans for the session, but I think it's a fantastic place to call it. I, <laughs> That's I think as a, as, I forgot because, I ordered food, and it's going to be here in, like, three minutes. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I think as a final thing, like, when she's done with the performance, they have their moment, like, the whole place is silent. Um, and then Liam would start cheering and clapping. And everyone joins in. Standing yes. ovation. Yes. She t- she takes her deep breath. She locks eyes with Jacova, who's in tears, and Liam cheers, and the entire room erupts. Standing ovation. 